Despite the drought, there has still been a lot of insect activity. For some, it even helped them. I'm Charity Seebecker from the Midwest Farm Report. PJ Leash, the director of the UW-Madison Insect Diagnostic Lab and state entomologist, also known as the Wisconsin Bug Guy, says several insects stand out at the moment, including Asian lady beetles, box elder bugs, and grasshoppers. But first, he talks about another busy insect, yellow jackets. It definitely has been a good year for yellow jackets, and we're right at the time of the year where yellow jacket colonies are at their maximum size. So yellow jackets are, first off, a type of wasp, but these are often the insects that will show up at your barbecue, they'll get into your pop cans. Early in the season, the nests are started with a lone female, that's the queen, she overwinters, starts a colony and builds up a workforce. So right about now, late summer, early fall, the colony has the biggest number of members present. That means there's a lot of mouths to feed and they are very aggressively foraging and scavenging for food. What does that mean for you and I? Well, if we're spending time outdoors, we've got food, we've got beverages, they're maybe coming after us. It also means that you might be doing some work on your farm or out in your yard mowing the lawn and all of a sudden you bump into a spot you hadn't noticed before because maybe the colony was smaller, but all of a sudden you mow over a certain spot and there's these uh, black and yellow insects coming out and they can sting you when they defend their colony. A lot of cases folks uh, mistakenly call these ground bees, but they're really ground nesting yellow jackets. So We're at a time of the year where they're very active, and perhaps the biggest question I've been getting at the moment, because they seem so abundant this year, is how to deal with them. And that's a really important distinction when it comes to where the nest is located. Sometimes yellow jackets have exposed paper mache type nests. Think of your kind of classic hornet's nest that people tend to think of. With those, the aerosol sprays you can get at the hardware store can work really well. The catch is if a nest is in an inaccessible spot that could either be in the ground or sometimes in structures, barns or in soffit areas of homes, when the nests are tucked away and hidden like that, the aerosol sprays work very poorly because the droplets settle and stick. So what you really need to do in a case like that is find a wasp control product, which is formulated as a dust or a powder. It can then be puffed into the entrance of the nest. And as the yellow jackets come and go, that tends to work much better than the aerosol wasp spray. So there's definitely a lot of activity out there. But if you do have one in your yard or on your farm, hopefully that gives you some guidance in terms of what you can do about it. Now let's transition into Asian lady beetles. They've been almost extra active, it seems. They're very active right now. Why is that? I think it boils down to some of the conditions we've had this year. I've been at the insect diagnostic lab here at UW for about a decade now, and this has been probably the single best year for aphids that I have ever seen. Uh, They were very, very abundant on landscape trees and shrubs and, and other plants. A lot of aphid species out there, but it was a good aphid year. The reason this is important is multicolored Asian lady beetles can actually be beneficial predators of insects like aphids. That's probably their favorite food source. So I think the weather conditions, 
set the stage for the aphids. Because there were so many aphids, the lady beetles had a really good time this year feeding on those. And all throughout the course of the summer, I've been seeing lots and lots of Asian lady beetle activity out there. So there's definitely a lot of them out there at the moment. What is that going to mean for us coming up here in the next month? Well, we're probably going to see a lot of them getting into structures because this is the particular lady beetle species that likes to sneak indoors. They're really seeking a sheltered spot to overwinter, but sometimes they can congregate by the dozens or hundreds or even thousands on the sides of homes, barns, and other structures. Now, we can't control that, but a few things we could do One very simple thing is to look at the outside of your house or other structures and look for potential entrance points, nooks and crannies where they might be able to sneak it inside. And if you can do your best to seal that up with caulk, better weather stripping, expanding insulation foam, backer rod, anything like that, if things are sealed up better, that's going to make it harder for those insects to get indoors, and that may work to keep them outside. Speaking of going into the house, Bax elder bugs, I know they're a nuisance when they also are trying to get into the house as it starts to get colder. What are the trends and numbers looking like when it comes to them? It's almost the same kind of patterns that I mentioned with the Asian lady beetle. So it's a really good year for box elder bugs here in Wisconsin, the upper Midwest. And this is definitely linked to some of our dry, droughty weather conditions. Box elder bugs are always out there to a certain extent. But if we have a year that is really rainy, they actually come down sick with some naturally occurring insect diseases, and that keeps their numbers much lower. So if you think over the course of the last decade, other than the last few years, it's been fairly rainy or at least average precipitation. That keeps them in check. But we have now had at least two and in some parts of the state, maybe three-ish consecutive dry years that has allowed their numbers to build and build and build. And so I've been getting a lot of reports here at the UW Insect Diagnostic Lab of high box elder bug numbers. These are some of the highest numbers I've seen in the last decade. They're out there now in yards, on trees, but in the next month or so, we're probably going to see them transition and move more onto structures because just like the Asian lady beetles, they're trying to sneak indoors to find a sheltered overwintering spot. So stay tuned if you're seeing small reddish and blackish insects out in your yard, large groups of them, those would be the box elder bugs, and we're probably going to see more of them over the coming month. There's another insect that has had an extremely good year this year, and that's grasshoppers. Why is this year that much extra for them? Very similar to the box elder bugs, I think it's the dry conditions. So we have over 70 species of grasshoppers in the state. We always have some out there, but in most cases, their numbers are relatively low. When I think of high grasshopper numbers, if I wanted to go find lots of grasshoppers, I would probably go to the western U.S., parts of Montana, Wyoming, that part of the country where it's usually going to be much drier conditions. We know that with drier conditions, just like with box elder bugs, grasshoppers can thrive. And we have now had two to three consecutive dry years in the state that has allowed grasshopper populations to build up. And this is one of the best years I've ever seen for grasshoppers. Typically, I don't think of grasshoppers being much of pests here in Wisconsin, because if we have a rainy year, they're kind of kept in check. But this is the first year I've seen in a long time where I'm actually getting some reports where it seems like grasshoppers have been causing some damage to plants, trees and shrubs and yards. 
things of that nature. If dry conditions continue into 2024, 2025, it wouldn't surprise me if we had even higher grasshopper populations. And then at that point, that's something that if I were a, a farmer, I would definitely take note of because grasshoppers can feed on a broad range of plants for most species. And if we have very high populations or populations that are trending upwards and growing, then that's something I'm going to watch closely on my field crops. Because if you have a lot of grasshoppers around, occasionally they can cause some crop damage for us. So I think their populations are high because of the dry conditions, but it's something I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on as we go into next year. Those are some of the pests that we may think about. They're a little bit more common, but are there any other insects that are having a notable impact on farmers right now that you're seeing? This year has really been interesting, and we're getting to that point in the year where things are starting to quiet down a bit. In terms of insect questions coming in from the agricultural sector, a lot of my questions at the moment are actually coming in from uh, growers of fruit crops, because this time of the year, folks are going out to harvest uh, apples and, and grapes and other fruits. And sometimes there can be uh, some problems at that time. Sometimes there can be some kind of secondary nuisance issues. Those yellow jackets, for example, can get in and and scavenge on damaged, injured fruits. And that can be a, a complication for farmers at the time they're trying to harvest. If you have these yellow jackets around, that can be a sting concern. So many of my agricultural-related questions coming in for insects have been more in the fruit sector at the moment. Uh, We're probably going to still see some of those same insects being active at least for the next month until things finally cool off sometime in November. So one little teaser here to share. This is something to have on your radar for 2024. Every so often, we will hear in the news about these massive emergences of periodical cicadas. These are insects that emerge either every 13 or every 17 years. And for the most part, we don't see much of them in Wisconsin, but we have one group, or as we call them, brood of these cicadas, brood 13, which will be emerging next year in early 2024, kind of late spring, early summer. Uh, The last time that we saw these was back in 2007, so it's been 17 years since these have last emerged. So it's something to stay tuned. Be happy to talk more about it in the future, but I'm just putting it out there as a little teaser that we're going to have this big insect phenomenon in southern Wisconsin in 2024. That was P.J. Leash, state entomologist, also known as the Wisconsin Bug Guy. As the year winds down, the insect activity may quiet down, but it's always important to stay informed and prepared for any pest-related challenges that may arise. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.